This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Friday Happy Friday. It's uh, it's weekend time. We've got a lot well, to talk about. I mean, okay, it's well, 10 some to- of us are working the rest of the day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you always you want to like out me for taking the day off, but here I am hey, still listen. recording. <laughs> we hustle for you people. We hustle. The funny thing is the the thing with like quarantine situation, everything that happened this year. I looked at the calendar and like my days off. I took like one day off in the first six months of the year. I feel like you and and I always talk about that. We're always like, we have the rest of the year. And for some reason, for those first couple months of quarantine, it just felt normal. It was like, well, I'm not going anywhere. So why would I take a day off? Meanwhile, now I'm like, how can I work a full week? How? How would I do that? I... (laughs) messed up one of my vacation days last the one vacation day i took i took on a day we already had off and then Barry it thought we had already. work on black friday which we well, have, has Dylan, never been a thing you are the same way as me i used to work retail in even corporate yes, i used yes, to work okay. corporate retail where we were not off for black friday so it's like not embedded in my head yet that we are so honestly i messed it up and i kept it that way anyway because i still needed to use a vacation <laughs> Actually, it's so. I feel like we, you were so, not you were so ingrained in a normal schedule last week that you even were like, "Why is Southern Charm not on tonight?" And I'm like, "Barry, it's Thanksgiving." <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, my bad. So it's actually funny. So today we have Southern Charm and OC to talk about, which not we didn't talk about either of those last week. Southern Charm wasn't on OC. We just the timing <laughs> didn't work. And I, it's, I feel sad that I missed, missed a chance to drag Shannon for acting a mess at Broadman's party. Okay. So again, talking about the days of the week, I texted you last week and I was like, that's so funny. I thought OC was on tonight. Meanwhile, it was Tuesday. I had no idea what day it was. So then when Wednesday <laughs> came, I didn't actually watch the episode. And then I was like, wait, there was an episode on. And then oh, we I ended up not talking about OC anyway last week. So I didn't like, watch it till like five days later. Whenever it's funny because obviously a lot of the time with the podcast, we're talking about things the next morning after they're on or whatever. So you mm-hmm. have to stay with it. But then the second we, we aren't talking about a show or something, I will let those episodes pile up. It's I actually am <laughs> usually very good and I, I don't miss an episode of anything. But for some reason that week really had you- me off. You love you love us sitting on the couch at 9 p.m. watching Bravo TV moment. Like, I'm yes, a little more scatterbrained than you. Like, I'll watch it in the morning. I'll watch it, you know, whatever. No. But he- here we are. We've all seen our episodes. And we've also seen The Real Housewives of Dallas season five trailer that came out this week. Yeah. Premiering first week of January. We are, we have plenty of housewives now. It's almost too many. We have Atlanta starting on Monday and then a month <laughs> later, or on Sunday, 
about Lady Brigitte Dallas. Yeah, Bravo has not let us down during this quarantine. They really have done everything to continue letting us live our best lives. Okay, so because we've only been doing this podcast since April, we have never really talked about Dallas. And so I want to do a little bit of a temperature check, what your general feelings are about Dallas in the past, and then how you're feeling about this upcoming season. I really enjoy Dallas because it's one of those like Southern charm almost where it's like so different from what I know and like their lifestyle and their fashion and the food they eat even like it's, it's very um, fun to watch. Obviously all the shit that went down with Leanne, I was never a fan of Leanne really on the show anyway, because she's a little bit, I guess psychotic, like a bit strong to use. She but, has, like She's, I would say she has a, a uh, chaotic energy that can turn toxic very chaotic quickly. Chaotic is better, yes. Uh, yeah. So, like, that wasn't fun, but, like, watching Brandy and Steph as friends are, like, a, a good friendship duo is always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then when Cameron came on, that was, like, another little, you know... I uh, like Cameron. Yeah, yeah me too. I, but Tiffany from season one, remember Tiffany from season Tiffany one? Tiffany Hendra, yes. Yeah. Not, so new, she, not new <laughs> Tiffany. How crazy is it that we have now a second Tiffany on Real Housewives of Dallas? Right. But like even there, the thing they talk about most, obviously everyone knows is like the, the um wow, and I just forgot the, the word I'm looking for, is like not charity. What's What, what are they... Oh yeah, no, that was that was it. Like the first season, they were all like, we're at the charity luncheons and the parties and. But there's a oh my god, there's a word they it'll come to me, whatever. But it's okay. very like you don't know, like all Ian talks about it being a carny kid and blah blah blah, and like they're, oh my god, this is gonna kill me that I can't think of the word. I, whatever. I will say, I think Dallas, like it had kind of a a rocky first season. Like it was okay. I think season two and three, they really got into a good groove. The casting changes with, with Cameron and Deandra really paid off. And I think those were some really great, maybe underrated seasons of housewives. And then season four, definitely a little bit bumpy again. I think the, it was already maybe not going to be the best season ever. And then the Leanne stuff really just kind of, brought it down at the end and kind of kind of stunk up the place a little bit and uh, yeah I, I mean I just think it, it kind of left a bad taste and I mean Bravo definitely made the right decision in allowing allowing Leanne to move on to other things um as she as she put it she was going to focus on her charity work but um well, the thing yeah. is, Dallas was like Potomac, where it was like that new franchise that right. started, which was like exciting for, you know, Bravo. Yeah, I think I think it's like Potomac has, has gotten stronger and stronger, whereas Dallas has had a little more of an up and down. So I've, I have really enjoyed it. And to be honest, I am, I'm optimistic about this season. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be an amazing season. I don't know much about what Especially drama to of quarantine and storylines and yeah it's definitely going to be a different because of that but you know tiffany dr tiffany seems like a promising addition um i'm excited to see her she, we see a lot of her in the trailer and i feel like she you know seems like she's going to get in there i would love to see her um you know take down carrie brittingham because i just i don't i <laughs> take her down like <laughs> i mean I want Carrie Duber back. Me too. I fucking love I Carrie, Carrie Duber. Duber. And like, 
I she was she's almost like a Heather Dubrow for me. Like when they when she left, I was like, really? Like that? Like that was one of the Dubur, best parts. Dubrow. Oh, yes. Both married to plastic surgeons. Oh, I, one of yeah, which I met liked... while working for the plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> now she has her lasers. It's all good. Um, yeah. No. So okay. Obviously, we will be talking about Dallas when it comes back uh, next month. It's going to be on Tuesday nights. Um, so there's a lot on the horizon, <laughs> which is great because the Bachelor is moving back to Mondays, so it does not interfere. Not a problem for me, but I'm really glad. (laughs) (laughs) Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Yeah, we have a lot going on. And of course, Atlanta starts this weekend. So we will be talking about that on Monday's episode. Mm -hmm. Very exciting stuff. Yes. So let's let's talk about OC. Um, We've so I feel like this is now an ongoing thing that we've talked about Miss Elizabeth Vargas and her kind of ongoing thing of she can't talk about the divorce, but it's also all she talks about. And they I feel like the other women are sort of starting to become more frustrated with this. And I certainly understand the frustration because if it's annoying to watch on TV, think of how annoying it must be to have to spend hours with this person and try to get to know her and she keeps giving off like the same weird vibes of like well I don't care about money but all I'm gonna talk about is money (laughs) my note my note from this episode is Elizabeth doesn't stop talking about her divorce even to her ex-husband like that's all she has to talk about and this might be a very strong statement but until I see more of her I am sticking by this are you ready Mm -hmm. I think she is one of and there has been a lot okay he is one of the worst housewives in history ever casted wow i okay the thing with liz is that i liz (laughs) i think people call her liz i don't know i i I can see a situation in which she would have been a fun addition to a cast Mm -hmm. i think Obviously, the fact that she is, like, weird in this weird, you know, uh, what's it called, gag order situation with her divorce, that's not working in her favor in terms of us getting to know her, the ladies getting to know her. But I think if if she was on a stronger cast, like, if she came on 
OC when it was like Heather, Vicky, Tamra, you know, like a, in general, a stronger cast. And she was kind of like a fun, she's a little bit kooky. Like she is kind of like, has like an out of left field, like a little bit of off-putting energy. That can be fun in a Housewives cast. Think of like a Kim Richards or like Mary on Salt Lake City. Like yeah. you can kind of lean into that, like kind of quirkiness. But I think because Orange County is already kind of a weak cast right now, that it's like, we can't have another person who doesn't have anything going on and who isn't actually doing anything interesting. I think she would have gotten eaten alive if she was on a season with Tamara and Vicky and Shannon as the Trace Amigas. But it's like she talks about her divorce. This is now like, what, four three, four episodes in, talks about her divorce and won't and brings up the money, but continuously brings up not being able to talk about the amount of money. Can you imagine how frustrating that must be to hear that? Mm-hmm. I don't. A normal, they all have money, these women. They're not interested in how much money you have. They're almost like weirded out by it. But can you also imagine not having anything else to talk about besides something you're not allowed to talk about? <laughs> like, it's, it's there's honestly nothing like, else. It's a little bit like baffling because it, it would be one thing to kind of lay the groundwork. And when you're meeting these women and like, you know, first coming on the show, to kind of talk about it a little bit and say, you know, like, this is what I'm going through. It's really stressful. This is kind of the situation. I can't talk about X, Y, Z, but it's like, okay, we know now you've told us and you're continuing to talk about it in this weird, it's a really, it's a really like off-putting way to communicate when you're like, I can't talk about this, but I'm still going to bring it up all the time. But then don't, you can't ask me about it because I can't say anything. It's like, (laughs) that's not how conversations and friendships work. And I understand, she says, you know, it's tough to get to know me because I have these, you know, boundaries and I've been hurt before. And I get that. I'm not like begrudging her, her past traumas or whatever, but it's like, then just make small talk, have a normal conversation. Or choosing the route of being on a housewives reality show. wasn't the best one for you to take. Like, I don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, I want to talk about Gina for a second because I actually, Going into this season, I was very negative on Gina. I feel like I was like, you know, like, why is this woman a housewife? She's in this sad house. Um, And, you know, just like, there's nothing fabulous about Gina. Like, her hair was bumming me out. And I actually, the last couple episodes, I've really been enjoying her energy in the cast. And I feel like she seems like she's in a really good place of, she is accepting of what's happened with her marriage where she is in life she is perfectly fine with the fact that she doesn't have as much money as these other women and she's i think she's funny i'm enjoying her in her confessionals and like um you know when shannon was at the party and she's like what the fuck is wrong with shannon like i just think i just think gina is like actually a fun presence right now and we need her confessional with the short hair is really good she looks good there we need we need someone that's like like fun and not just like a not just like a ball of like nightmare emotions on this show and like shannon's in a weird place bronwyn's dealing with a lot elizabeth is obviously a mess emily's giving us nothing so like i actually she was on the show Yup. Um, I like what Gina is kind of bringing. I feel like she is kind of that, like almost like Greek chorus, like a Bethany. Not, I would never compare her to Bethany in terms of like her 
anything uh, other stuff about her but i i appreciate her kind of like commentary right now yeah um, elizabeth um, um emily legitimately wasn't on this episode which is like so unfortunate because you should be able to tie in yourself to any episode there should be always be something going on whether if you're not with the girls you should be able to have something at home going on like that means what you were doing was cut and something else and if what elizabeth vargas is talking about is better than what you have going on at home then we need a whole cast shakeup. I'm sorry. But <laughs> if we, the best you can do is like tag along with Gina while she shops for prosciutto. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, she, the, so we get into, they're locking down now. And speaking of that, so all Gina bought having three kids is like hilarious that she only bought <laughs> spaghetti. Like that's it. But like She's in like, my head, paper towels, I bought spaghetti. Yeah, even me. Like you always, even before Corona, I was stocked up. You should just always have like certain things always. And spaghetti is one of them. I agree with that, but you should also Mm -hmm. have other things. But now they're all starting to panic, which we've seen panic mode. I feel like for the past three episodes already, like Shannon is start. I couldn't tell if that was a real cry or fake cry with the paper towel situation. Like she's scared to use paper towels because she doesn't know if they'll ever have them again. Bronwyn's I get my meat every day yeah and also come on who buys their meat every (laughs) single day like that's wild buy it for the week I don't know we come up with crazy ideas on this show but like buy your meat once a week um I like seeing Bronwyn Bronwyn's little um conversation with Sean and Rowan Mm -hmm. where we see her Rowan being affected by this because she has OCD and anxiety and that this is something you really cannot control because you don't know the outcome. So seeing that is really hard for some people, even people who don't suffer from anxiety and OCD, it affected everybody. I could, I feel like I could kind of relate to that because being in, you know, I've been in New York city this whole time and in, in, you know, end of March and April, being in New York City was really stressful and it felt mm-hmm. like it felt like a really heavy time and I, I could relate to her sentiment of not not being worried about like will I personally get sick and like you know I'm in so much danger but just like everything around us is in this really scary state of flux and like I I thought there was a nice moment because clearly um the rest of this cast, well, I mean, some of this cast is not uh, the being the best about COVID. Like, for example, on last week's episode that we didn't get to talk about, Elizabeth is saying that cor- coronavirus is just happening so that Big Pharma can sell you a vaccine. And it's like, Elizabeth, yeah, I know. please. Like, I know. Elizabeth, please. Come on. Like, Well, and and Kelly, like we talked about, Watch Rappin's Live the other night, said like it, she made it seem like it was happening everywhere in the world besides Orange County. That's why she wasn't mm-hmm. taking it seriously because like it wasn't in Orange County. I was like, what is actually wrong with you? Yeah, I, it'll be interesting. I feel like on OC, they're almost stretching out this kind of like time frame right before quarantine. We've seen a couple episodes of them talking about paper towels. And I, obviously, I think we're getting to the point where it's going to kind of shit hit the fan but switching to southern charm i appreciate that they basically we had last episode which was like we're stressed about covid and then they fast forward it's right to june we got you know some some clips of people at home and stuff but i 
I liked that we didn't have to see like a whole nother episode of people being like, what if I can't get toilet paper? Well, it, it's very interesting. We've talked about this before, seeing how all of the shows executed this as we went through mm-hmm. quarantine in real life, because all the shows obviously overlap, but some go through it before others. So Southern Charm obviously was like, oh my God, we don't need this. But I loved how they were like, and South Carolina is back. And then like yes, after they showed little- that and like the George Floyd and the protests and and then they were like they're back and then they just showed like stores having signs saying like wear a mask it's it's a little cringe obviously because we know that like it's not like coronavirus went away after eight weeks but i i it's interesting because when you think about those kind of like i guess almost three months that they were shut down in from filming so much did happen like obviously there's all the covid stuff but then you know the all the black lives matter stuff that happened in george floyd like those happened kind of simultaneously and then all of a sudden they're filming again and i i appreciate that they knew they needed to work this into the show and we see them they leva has kind of like brought on a new girl squad to the show which i i'm excited about because first of all southern charm more than maybe any other show on Bravo needs, you know, some diversity and probably a little bit of a shakeup. Mm-hmm. And obviously we see with Catherine in, within the cast, they have this, you know, issue that needs to be dealt with. And I, I think again, you know, Bravo doesn't deserve like some big pat on the back for finally figuring out that they should cast a black person. But I do think it was a good choice and I'm excited to see, um, these new cast members and i also really like madison simon the one who owns gwen's i'm she seems cool and very with it and so I'm- yeah, she, she's been in a few episodes and i know i like how they're like bringing her on more but i've said this before about level like she's more mature she has mm-hmm. like a maternal instinct and and she talks to these girls i feel like when because da- we love danny danny's obviously nice she oh, likes doing the I right thing danny. but part of me is just like I love that she's hanging out with these girls and they're like kind of being like, Danny, wake up. Like Catherine's not your friend. Like she's a bad person, actually. Like you don't need to be hanging out with this person. I I really like, I love Danny. I always like want the best for Danny, but I feel like she is like, she gets in her own way, like emotionally sometimes. She's like, (laughs) she's like, no, like I just want to be friends with like Catherine and Shep. Like, and it's like, okay, but you, maybe you're better than them. When Leva was on the phone with her, I was like, are you crying? Are you crying? Like when they were, she was inviting her to that conference, like in the park. And then she kept explaining to her about the Calhoun statue. And Danny was like, there's a Calhoun statue. And Leva was like, yeah, right in the middle of the park. And she was like, well, where is it? And Leva was like, right in the middle of the park. Like it's really large. And then when they showed it, I was like, holy shit, a normal person walking by that wouldn't notice to like, look up, I feel it it's the statues like on top of a pedestal a lot of the yeah a lot of the confederate statues are like that it's weird there was i used to i went to school in new orleans and there was like lee circle named after robert e lee and it was like in the middle of the circle on top of a column was a statue of him wow really yeah they took it down a few years ago um but yeah i so i liked seeing this obviously this catherine stuff is a whole a whole mess i mean it's really, it's disappointing to see Catherine using this kind of opportunity on the show to still be like, I had no idea what I, what, how that could be taken. Like she really doubles down on being completely 
ignorant to kind of what the problem was. And when they, when the other women were at Republic and they were talking about this, it's like, obviously the monkey emoji is like the thing that people kind of fixated on, but the other messages she was sending this woman were pretty wild and like out of line. And so it's like, okay, the monkey emoji is the thing that's like you screenshot and you're like, why, like, what the fuck? But everything she was sending this woman was like not a good look and she also didn't understand what the problem was like Mm -hmm. she was kind of backing herself into a wall and it's one of those situations where just apologize or just say just don't stop trying to cover it up and make more excuses on top of it. But like even seeing her on the phone and other like I kind of squirm when I see Catherine because she's just like I'm sorry. I'm just really not a fan of her at all. And it's funny because Landon, I just saw today on Instagram is coming to is, I know I'm like, great. Another one. I'm not a fan of her either, but she's coming to Cameron's defense being, and like talking about Catherine and how she's trying to stay relevant. And I was like, girl, if that's not called the pot calling the kettle black, like Landon, you're trying to stay relevant. (laughs) Landon, I have to say is one of perhaps my least favorite Bravo Liberty for Men. Wow, we show. talked about a lot of like people we don't like to. I agree with you. Though, I 100% because I watched I watched Southern Charm for the first time at the beginning of this year and I was like documenting it on Instagram stories and I had I had no idea who Landon was before oh, wow. I watched the show. It's like I knew about Catherine and Shep and you know whatever like you you pay attention to Bravo, you know these people. Landon I was like, who the fuck is this and can she get off my TV? Landon's like worse than Ashley. She was on the show for like four seasons. Yeah, Ashley was the- like, Ashley Jacobs was like a fever dream. Like she was there for one season. She caused her drama. And then she, for the most part, she left. Landon wouldn't go away. I, oh my God. I, yeah, Landon, we can talk about a whole thing with Land- <laughs> Landon's no good. Landon's no good. Oh my God. We should do a special episode that's just talking about our, our least favorite people on Bravo. <laughs> and honestly i'm down for that and why because and we have to come that up with like, reasons why that would be like an hour-long episode so yeah buckle up. stay tuned christmas we have, day <laughs> we have some special holiday episodes to do so maybe, maybe but, we'll just yes i i kind of like that us. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences 
because every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. But anyway, going back to this episode of Southern Charm, I just want to also talk about Craig really quick and how Mm -hmm. I know that obviously us going through the pandemic we didn't know what was happening in general but now going back and seeing it craig like doesn't know what quarantining means in general and then when they showed their home videos of all this stuff you saw one of them one of the boys nights out and one of them was like wait shep don't don't show that don't post this because we don't want to get in trouble and then like another one they're on the golf cart and they're like there's there's under four of us i'm like no that's not what this means like they that doesn't and then it's it's hard yeah yeah, we see madison with austin and i'm like so how are you mad that austin went out so many more times you were you were with him so you know you were out too I got to say, Madison in real time right now on social media, is she is kind of anti-mask, which is a little bit of a yikes. Well, I'm kind um, of anti-Madison, so. <laughs> yeah, her whole thing is that she claims that at one point she was like in a car with someone who was infected for a long time and she didn't get it so that it must not be like real thing yeah because yeah i don't know i can't even i've (laughs) given up i've given up trying to really police bravo liberty quarantine behavior because it's just a bottomless pit and i don't have time um but (laughs) yeah so we see um austin and madison are in a different place than kind of when we left off because they've had this quarantine period and it seems like they've both more or less realized that they are not on the same page in terms of their relationship but it's weird because I feel like they've both realized it but they haven't really talked about it you know yeah Madison is home she hosts a lunch for her mom and her sister which is nice to see you know we haven't like met her family before her mom is cute yeah and they got and they got into it and like about her relationship with Austin and then we fast forward to this 
awkward, beyond awkward Zoom FaceTime call with Madison and Austin that looked so produced. It was wild. And it's like they were fighting about Austin testing positive for COVID. But again, he can't even believe it because he had just tested negative. So he doesn't understand how this happened. And yeah, I, I don't think any of these people really have a great um, understanding of how, you know, virus transmission works because they all seem to be very like, well, I mean, nobody here has it. So, I mean, whatever. And it's like, okay, but if that's your attitude permanently, then that, that like, just because nobody had it last week doesn't mean nobody could have it two weeks from now when you've all been going out and hanging out and partying and seeing different people. And I, I'm almost a little gl- like, I'm not glad that Austin tested positive, obviously, but I'm a little relieved that now whatever boat party that Madison was planning for his birthday isn't going to happen because it's like, right. what are you doing? And also why you're mad at Austin for getting sick, but you're planning him a birthday party with people. Right. So it makes no sense. And also, also Shep's like bugging out that Austin's sick and doesn't feel well. But then again, here comes Craig being like, so is Austin, like, are we still going to have the birthday party? And I'm like, Craig, do you not know? Like, even if someone's all been exposed, cold, like, <laughs> right. what is happening? Where's the education I, here? I do think it's a little weird because now, now that they're filming again and they're filming group scenes and stuff, you know that Bravo has whatever protocols and stuff. So I'm sure they're all being tested regularly. I'm sure, you know, the crew is, you know, taking precautions. So it's hard to know kind of what's in the bubble of, like, this is a filming event, so it's like quote unquote safe versus like what's Shep and Austin and Craig like going out and being idiots. And so like when when the women were at Republic and they were having their meal, I'm assuming everyone there has been following the protocols and, you know, is hope. doing whatever Bravo has said is the right thing. But then it's like those rules go out the window if these guys are hanging out and partying and you know, seeing people all the time. So it's like, where is the line? Like, I assumed kind of that when they were filming, they were going to be more or less quarantined except when they were on camera. But obviously that's not the memo they got. So... Right. The safest person is Patricia. She's being the safest. Because her and Michael of our certain age. (laughs) I you know, do whatever you have to do, protect Patricia at all costs. Barry, between these shows, who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group? I will definitely say Leva. I think she took full like leadership in this episode. She is trying to bring together people to educate them on what's going on. And she kind of took Danny under her wing. And so I'm giving it to Leva for this. I definitely agree with that. But just um, to make it more interesting, I'm going to give mine to Gina, which I never thought I would say. But, you know, I'm enjoying Gina's presence right now. And she's a little bit of a bright spot in Orange County for me. And compared with Liz and all the others, I, I, we need it. So thanks, Gina. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Thank thanks for so listening. Much. Don't forget to check out our Bravo by Betches merch collection on shop.betches.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And we will be back on Monday with the Real Housewives of Potomac season finale and the Real Housewives of Atlanta season premiere. Very exciting times. Yes, exciting and have a great weekend.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.